This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Linda needs to speak to the Board of Trustees. She feels strongly about voicing her opinion about the road they want to build through her neighborhood. But something is stopping her. She's got speaker's anxiety. Unfortunately, it's very common. But if you care about an issue, you can't let nervousness or anxiety stop you from getting involved. Before I continue with today's episode, I'd like to talk a minute about my new book, Smart Talk. I wrote Smart Talk for you, the listeners, and also for my clients. I've noticed over the years that many people seem to get stuck on the same communication obstacles. Lisa, how do I get myself hurt? Lisa, how do I handle difficult conversations? How do I become a stronger negotiator? How do I get better at introducing myself? Managers often ask me about better ways to deliver feedback, to use positive language, to be more diplomatic. And they want to know how to receive criticism and be more charismatic. So in Smart Talk, I answered all of these questions and more by looking at the most recent research, and there's a lot because of advances in brain research, and I created 258 pages of comprehensive, step-by-step, realistic advice. I like to think of this book as a resource guide, a Swiss army knife, if you will, a set of tools to build strong relationships and avoid communication breakdowns. Visit smarttalksuccess.com forward slash bonus to order a copy and to learn more details about the bonus for public speaker listeners. You can get a free copy of the companion discussion guide. That's smarttalksuccess.com forward slash bonus for details. If you're on the PTA, you may be asked to talk about an upcoming fundraiser. At church, you may be asked to be part of the service or teach a class. Although you may not consider yourself a public speaker, we all have times when we need to speak up and be heard in our communities. Today, I'll cover six tips to calm your nerves before speaking. Years ago, I went with a friend to small claims court. As soon as he started talking, his tongue went dry and his lips turned white. It was so uncomfortable to watch him struggle through his first sentences to the judge. Later on, I learned that dry mouth, also known as cotton mouth, it's a very real sign of anxiety, and the person experiencing it is suffering. So stay hydrated, drink plenty of water before you speak, keep your water bottle with you at all times, and I find the more nervous I am, the more water I need. Tip one, then, is stay hydrated. Tip two is exercise to stay calm. If you know when you'll be speaking publicly, plan a good workout earlier in the day. Even a quick stroll can really help. According to researchers at the Mayo Clinic, exercise can alleviate anxiety by releasing endorphins that make you feel better. Exercise also increases the body temperature, which can have a calming effect. For me, exercise distracts me from my worries and helps me to feel more confident. Even the social interaction of smiling at someone as you walk by or greeting someone in the gym can help you calm anxiety. Sometimes I don't realize that I'm nervous until just before I speak. You may feel calm and prepared until just before your name is called. If you're out of view, try a few methods. You can look at a baby photo. You can smile really big, tell yourself a joke, or take big, deep breaths. If you're in plain sight, you may want to instead try visualization or discreet deep breathing. Always keep a smile on your face and try to look relaxed. If you're going to use these methods, plan ahead. Create your visualization scenario before you need it. 
picture yourself walking up to the lectern, smiling, calmly giving your speech, and then visualize the result you want. People coming up to you to volunteer or congratulate you on your passionate speech. Sometimes nervous energy can hit you right in the middle of a speech. Early on in my career, I was in the middle of a presentation and my legs started to shake. At the time, I wasn't quite sure what to do, so I just suffered through it. But now I know that would have been a good time to take a pause, to take a few quick, deep breaths, and to keep smiling. In a case like that, it's better to take a quick second to regroup than to let the symptoms build. Consider changing your position or focusing on a particularly friendly audience member. Or if it seems appropriate, make a small joke that lets you laugh and the audience laugh and takes the focus off of the anxiety. At the same time, it's important to recognize that nervous energy isn't always a bad thing. In fact, research has shown that good stress, it helps us to focus and helps us to think more clearly. Getting your blood pumping, it sharpens your senses and makes you more aware of what's going on around you. You can use that extra energy to engage your audience and to show your passion. So you can turn that negative energy into positive energy, causing the audience to sit up and pay attention. They'll be more eager to interact with you. If you feel like you've got too much energy, some people like to use that energy to walk around the room or the stage. Just be careful not to pace back and forth like a caged tiger. Everything so far that I've mentioned has been about physically calming yourself down. But if you don't prepare for your speech, you'll end up stressed and anxious beforehand. So make sure you know what you're going to say and then practice and practice a lot. And make sure you practice your first words more than any part of the presentation so that you can relax and focus on the audience instead of yourself. You may want to practice with a coach or a friend or a family member, anyone who can act as an audience and give you some feedback. And I'm a big fan of using video to record yourself. Having that playback makes a huge difference. Of course, the key is not to let your public presentation be the first time you've ever given your speech aloud. By the time you give it to the real audience, you should already be comfortable with the delivery. Here's the bottom line when it comes to anxiety. Everyone feels some level of nervousness before a speech. So use techniques, use a few techniques to calm your nerves and don't let that anxiety stop you from speaking up. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. People often lose a lot, money, time, reputation, because of poor communication. I wrote Smart Talk to help you navigate these common obstacles so that you can achieve both professional and personal success. Of course, I'd like you to buy a copy for yourself, but I'd also like to encourage you to buy a few copies for those around you, those that may not yet realize just how important these skills are. It'll help them and you. Effective communication to me is priceless, and this book, for the price of a movie ticket, is a bargain, an absolute bargain. Visit smarttalksuccess.com to order your copy or copies, and for a limited time for public speaker listeners, you can also get a copy of the Companion Discussion Guide. Visit smarttalksuccess.com forward slash bonus for details. That's smarttalksuccess.com forward slash bonus for details. Thanks. 
If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.